Blog Talk Radio. At this point, y'all know the deal. Hey, John. Hey, John. Dennis just knocked the whole professionalism out of my show. God. God, it only took 33 seconds? (laughs) Not even. (laughs) Bro, I was on it within 20 seconds. (sighs) We hope everybody had a a really nice new year. We hope everybody had a new year. Hey, Shayla, Happy New Year. <laughs> He's only a demon at night. In the dark. <laughs> only in dark places. I was going to wear that shirt. Forgot where I was going. I didn't think it would be a good idea. Only if you're playing with high hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sure you don't want to. <laughs> hey, Ronnie. Facebook Live. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a little 
volunteer. But yesterday she put out a Facebook Live that she's being transitioned to hospice. Uh, to quote her, this isn't a home-based hospice. This is hospice, hospice. So I, I'm assuming Scotty knows that this is not going to be a good outcome. So Scotty, please know we love you. We wish you the absolute best. Uh, and her daughter and the grandbabies, my prayers are with you. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Or party paranormal. My thoughts and prayers are with you as well. I know you guys are much like a family. So with that being said, um, Happy New Year. Um, I got to meet her up at Haldeman Mansion. And this was before Haldeman stopped all paranormal investigations. Um, it was a it was a pretty cool place. I had I had some pretty crazy shit happen. She told me that well Dennis she was leading the public investigation there and uh, her and Carissa Fleck. Uh, now Carissa Hartley had asked me if I would come up and work with them. But yeah, I'd love to. Uh, hey Ryan, um, but Scotty sends me down to the retaining wall at, at the end of the backyard, bottom end of the backyard, of the railroad tracks for the, I don't know, probably three, four foot um, flagstone retaining wall. Then off to the side of it, let's say the, whatever, off to my left, there was a large patch of woods. She says, go down there and see uh, if you hear any native uh, drumming or voices or anything. I got like three guests with me. And I took my phone down there and one of my little speakers and I set it up and I said, hey, I'm gonna play some music if you can. Let me know that you hear this. So I played about 10, 15 seconds of native flute music. And then I stopped my playback. And for the next 10 or 15 seconds, we hear flute music playing. And the people that are with me are like, are you gonna stop? All right. My phone's off. It was mm -hmm. coming from the fucking woods beside us. It, it picked up wow. and just started playing out of nowhere. So that was pretty cool. And of course, I told Scotty about that. Not long after that, the police showed up. And, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a rather fun night. Um, so it turns out that the guy that owned the house and the property just in front of Alderman Mansion had called uh, Susquehanna Regional Police bitching about us on break outside making all kinds of noise, laughing and hooting and hollering. Carry on, just having a good time. It's like 11 o'clock at night. So I think he's just being a bit of a douche, but it's his property. So the officer won't even get out of his car. Carissa and I are standing at the car door talking to him. We're like, come on, man, just get out and hang out with us for a little while. Shit, you don't have anything else to do, do you? It is, hey, I've already got a feather in my cap just to be the one to take the call. There's 14 of us on duty, and I'm the only one that would accept it. Like, nobody else will come on this property. Uh, you got to be kidding me, right? Because, oh, hell no, we all know the history here. We all know it's haunted. None of them want to play with ghosts, but I figured I'd come out here and at least let you guys know what's going on. 
It took us a good 30 minutes. I talked the officer out of his car. I said, you know, you really should come on in. I said, you think one feather in your cap is great. Come on in, check out the house. Uh, it's a wonderful place. And you can have two feathers in your cap because, you know, you'll be the only other one, or the only one that's brave enough to come in. So we finally talked him in. It's taken me like an hour to get him in the house. And he's like, all right, so what are you doing? I said, well, I've got a little experiment going on up in the attic. Uh, I've got my fog machine set up, and I have a laser grid set up, like the Christmas laser grid. It's got the little red laser beams goes out. He's like, well, what the hell is that for? I said, well, the idea is if through the fog and the laser beams, which the fog will enhance the laser beam the full length of it, if we see movement, it stands out more prominent. Well, that sounds kind of cool. Have you seen anything move? I just set it up, and then we came out for break. I said, come on, let's go upstairs, though, and we'll check it out. Uh, I, I don't know about that. So there's nothing here that's going to harden. I said, plus, I'm with you, so you'll be fine. So I get him up to the attic, and we're sitting there for... 10 minutes just shooting the shit. We see the smoke, nice heavy layer of smoke, and the laser grid's going through. And he's like, so have you seen anything or heard anything up here? And I'm like, well, I had some footsteps earlier. One of the other girls said she thought she saw something back there by the chimney. And about this time, we see a figure about two tall moves through the fog and goes from our right to left all the way across and you see the expression on his face just drastically change. And he's like, what, 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 what the fuck was that? <laughs> that? That was amazing. You saw it move too? And he goes, yeah, what, 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 what? Wait, there's nobody up here, right? I went, do you hear anything? And he goes, do any of the people here strike you as being dwarfs and two feet tall? No. So what just moved across? And I said, well, that's what we're here to find out. And he goes, good luck with that. I'll be downstairs. And he hauled ass. He was done. <laughs> but it was cool as shit. You see this little two-foot or so figure from right to left, the full width of the attic. And, I mean, you can see the smoke trails coming in behind it where it has rolled the fog, uh, breaks the laser beams. But his eyes got about that big, and his jaw dropped it. Well, what, 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 I mean, he couldn't even form words. I thought it was funny as shit. I'm like, well, there's another feather in your cap. And he goes, yeah, fuck that cap and fuck them feathers. Shall I have a safe night? Please keep the noise down. He was done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But here's the, <laughs> here's Scotty outside going, well, officer, don't you want to stick around any longer? Nope, you guys can have this shit. I'm out of here. But no, we didn't have to worry about cops coming back on another complaint, though. So, that was interesting. So, I do have an idea or a topic that I want to broach tonight. <sighs> Excuse me for one minute. The sente is, I'll be back. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Go ahead. I'm sorry, did I bore you? No. Please don't beat them up. Don't burn them. 
Uh, it's a couple of different layers. Usually it has a, a copper mesh liner in it. So live on paranormal roundtable tonight, I would like to hook this SB7 up, see if the Faraday bag makes a difference. What do you guys think? Sure. Do it. Go for it. Uh, so I've got a little speaker here. This is my little hotel jam speaker. Powering on. Welcome to Alltech Lansing. How badass is that? <laughs> you said welcome to Alltech Lansing. <laughs> right, so we're going to plug my little speaker into the SP7. And I'm assuming. I have to drop the speaker and everything in. Let's see. it is though blocking something out but it was a second ago. Yeah, it's, you can see it. So, all right, so we know it is picking up. 
so I think I, I think Spirit would still be able to manipulate it and talk to us through the SP whatever device you're using. But you wouldn't have the bullshit interference from local radio. But I think it would be worth trying. Hi, Sandy. Yeah, um, yeah. So it definitely made a made a big difference. Uh, as you'll see, David, for those of you that wonder, that is his younger sis, because the odds of him having an older sibling are pretty fucking slim. <laughs> 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 I love you, David. Uh, yeah, I love you too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it would be interesting. We need to figure out. Now, the other question comes in if the speaker and the transmission device are Bluetooth wireless, would it make a difference? Well, it would have to make a difference. Because it's not receiving outside influence, other than, I mean, it would have to be immediately local, you know, such as spirit. I don't think you know, the local rock station is going to come through. And, and I'm not completely disregarding the SB7 or SB11 or any of the other spirit boxes, ghost boxes, whatever you want to call them, because I've had them many times call me out by name and tell me, fuck you. And now the local DJ is not saying, fuck you, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will assume he's not anyway, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. What about the but one? Yeah, I think it would be interesting. What about that one that Ghost Ghost Shop has, the little red one with that don't have that just has the built-in speaker and everything with it. Yeah. What yeah, do you think about that? Uh, I think we need to drop it in a Faraday bag and see if it does anything. Okay. Uh, Gene has one. I do not have one simply because he bought it. Um, so, you know, I think it's something that we need to try out. And fortunately, I know a guy that has keys to a location that's quite active. I can slide by and drop the S-Box in and see what's going on. Possible to run an exterior speaker into the box on the outside of the bag. Well, and Steve, that's what I did to begin with. I left the wire and the speaker outside the bag. Uh, the trouble was it was still getting all the reception. I think the wire the, acted as an antenna. Yeah, it acted like an antenna, so it was still getting all the same reception that it was getting. Uh, and I'm with you, uh, Greg Copperhead. I'm iffy on wireless on an investigation on anything. However, wireless. Uh, speaker. Now, if I'm doing review, I've done many times, and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, wireless cameras, I don't trust because they're far too easy to interfere, pick up interference. Um, I mean, they're they're they have their place. We'll put it that way. Um, but at the same time, are they? Um, Trustworthy. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had them work, and, and that's why I'm, I'm going to fully, surely build up personal body cam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I've got I've got the wired DVR system, 
picture's not that great. Right. There's no pixelation on there. Wires everywhere, so I'm just going with the body camera. Just look at the camera. I like my body cams. Uh, they they work. Well. Mm -hmm. uh, audio pickup on them is good. Plus, you kind of get a bird's eye view of what I was experiencing at that moment. Yeah. So I do like them. Um, and I think you, I think the three of us, Dave and Jerry, have the same ones. Yeah. I'm not sure. John, do you have body cams? Yeah. But I, I think the three of us. Go ahead. No, I, I have a GoPro. Oh, okay. Same basically. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, mine's light enough. I can clip it on the bill of my head. You kind of get the authentic. This is what I see. Um, yeah, it, it's it's worthwhile. They're kind of cool. You know, the only bad part is you don't. Well, you can get evidence of what you witnessed potentially if you're turned the right way. But at the same time, it's kind of like another set of eyes that you can see later when you go back for a review. Yeah. Go for this, but I want to get a body cam. You know, and Ronnie, there's not a, I heard, heard, there is no problem having multiple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ronnie, no, if you need any help setting up your night vision lighting and IR lighting for it, you let me know, buddy. <laughs> I can hear him back in the background now. I go, fuck you. <laughs> uh, that was still priceless. Um, yeah, and Kimberly, trust me, just try wearing one forward. I think and we did that. Back. Yeah. I, I would We've done I'd that. put a ring of them around me. And I've thought about, so I, I came that close to buying the 360 cam to go on the bike. Uh, yeah. Ghost House Paranormal, welcome there again. But I thought about buying the 360 cam put on the bike just for basically entertainment because I've got, I have dash cams on the bike, but I don't need to uh, ride. But I thought about buying it to put on the, on the bike just to share what my experience was because a lot of people don't ride, don't know what it's like. And then I'm like, you know, if I buy that, I can take it goes. Plus, you never know when you catch. You never know what you catch when you are riding either, because. Oh yeah. People caught yeah, stuff. Yeah. Shadow figures crossing the street. Never know. Never know. Now, speaking of which, I happened to scroll across a video the other night. The guy's in a Tesla. Mm -hmm. And he's yeah. driving through a cemetery. Yeah. And it's picking up pedestrians. Now, and you know, John and I had a fairly lengthy conversation about this. I want to know what the technology is in the Tesla cams that it's saying that is that is a human there. That is or a pedestrian. It's it's using mm -hmm. sonar for it. Hello. Hey Paul. Well, there's got to be more to it than just sonar yeah. for it to say. Well, it's, it's sonar, and I'm also with the camera that's on the Tesla itself. 
Dennis from the other dimension. It's got to be. Got to be because this one's broke. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a pomo phone. Yeah, I, I can't even go out to like Powhatan because you have to get on the Powhatan Parkway and I can only afford the Poway. I've, I mounted a GoPro on an egg timer and put it in a room before. That's a quick thought. Just a little timer dial turns. Kind of a cool thought. See, yeah. Ronnie, I knew you were good for something other than setting up IR cameras. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This man's going to grow to hate me. I don't know why he's hungry. He still says we're friends, but I don't know. My payment hasn't been. <laughs> but yeah I think you know I, and it was interesting to me because for that, that Tesla video that I was watching I was looking where it was saying there was a pedestrian of course the driver is kind of freaking out uh, but there were no huge obelisks or anything like that that it was picking up on I mean there were just the, the basic and are two foot tall headstones. But I'm wondering if the reflective surface on the headstone had anything to do with it. How easy is it to trick that uh, camera system? And, and I'm sure you wouldn't be able to put it in such a small package that it would be convenient to carry around in the field for us. Uh, I'm wondering if it might have like the same technology as a uh, um Hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, SLS. SLS. You know, the SLS, you, you stayed wrong and you got to. Yeah, well, and what most people don't understand is the SLS, and I don't care if you're looking at the 360 cam or the V2, both of them are designed to be mounted. It's not designed to carry around. You're going to pick up so many more false positives that way. Hey, Alan, but if you, like all the uh, SLS cams that I build, I build with a V2, which has 700 or 1080, uh, 1080 definition and high def, but all of them I sell with a little mini tripod that can fold up and make it a handle that you can carry from place to place. And I explain to them, find somewhere there and set it stationary. Let it read its environment and then let it do its job. Because they work from a type of sonar and an IR laser. Um, you know, when you watch the TV shows and you see that whole room is covered in all the green dots, that's what is being transmitted 
from the SLS cameras from that Connect camera. Uh, the Connect 360 camera is original. Um, the V2 is the upgraded one that puts like 30% more um, depth and width uh, camera vision. Plus, there's seven microphones in that little box uh, and three cameras. So going to the SLS V2 is worthwhile. And yeah, Paul was right. It's just the Connect software from Microsoft, free uh, market software. You just have to understand how to uh, solder the lead onto the board on the back of the camera, open the camera up, solder the lead so you can power it from a battery pack and make sure that your software is installed in a Windows tablet or laptop to uh, decipher what the camera gets. <laughs> software. Oh, yeah, the Xbox One, which is the, the newer camera, the larger one. Uh, but yeah, Paul's, Paul's right on point. And I had, I've built 12 of them. Uh, but the Xbox 360 was a low, it was, it was their first one on the market. Um, they were cool though. And if done right, I think it does work. Yeah. Now you're still subject to get false positives. I mean, a set of curtains will trick the damn thing. Um, set of curtains, uh, ooh, look, there's someone sitting in the chair. No, trying to make sense out of something that has four goddamn legs right in front of it. And you're waving it around like a crackhead on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it still for God's sake. Set it on the tripod. That's how it's designed. That's why you don't see them when when they marketed that to go with the Xbox gaming system. They didn't market to carry it around. They marketed it so you would set it under the chair alone. Uh, they didn't tell you to mount this on a bungee cord. <laughs> Just I, I don't I don't get it. Well, Just because you you know, oh look, I got a camera. You know what? Wouldn't carry your Nikon and have it string it along on underneath it. Buy a tripod for your Nikon to get the steadiest picture, and that's the same theory on a K2 or even the 360 amps. They don't work as well when they're uh, floating all over Hell's creation. It, it, it takes some time for it to process what it is seeing and make sense of it. Yeah, Kimberly said earlier that as far as the Tesla goes, you're, you're basically driving a big EM pump. Oh, most definitely. Got to think of the size of the battery in that bitch. It's 4,000 pounds or so of battery. Well, here's, here's, here's the info I found on it. Apparently, it uses ultrasonic sensors. Sends out sound waves or two five So sound waves then bounces off of solid objects. No, notifying the car that an object or an item Tesla describes this new radar as a non-pulsed automotive radar which operates with 70, 77 gigahertz spectrum, supports three sensors mode, and it also has a new radar unit too. Well, 
I should be able to put one together over the next couple of days and be ready to go investigate with it this weekend, right, John? Oh, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of those catches playing around right now. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much. I got a, I've got, I've got good experience with radar. Okay. Having a radar aimed at me, <laughs> usually followed by a trooper in a very pissy mood. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, so it works on kind of high tech echolocation. Yeah. But I think it's kind of cool that they did put a little image of a person there. How yeah, often it, does it? How often does it give a misrepresentation though? And that's where where the software comes into play. You know, how's it written in programming? Take that information to get to the sonar versus another car or stop sign. Right. So, or a brown bear standing up. I mean, not being a smartass, but seriously, yeah. a brown bear standing up 50 feet away with the car think that's person. And yes, Paul, I'd love to try LIDAR. I've seen, I've seen locations where they go through, so I watch a shitload of recent abandonment and so forth. And I've seen them LIDAR scan an entire, like, cave system. And things in the in the image that you're kind of going, what I saw in that. So it makes me wonder what LIDAR would actually pick up. Um, but our typical location is kind of small to, well, I mean, you would have to go in and set LIDAR up, leave the room, and let LIDAR just do its thing. What is LIDAR compared to radar? Well, LIDAR takes for, uh, think of it like sonar. It's bouncing down a signal and it's popping it back up to a uh, an idea of what the ground is like without the vegetation grass and brush. So it's just seeing what the ground actually looks like from the air. It's basically used a lot for archaeology. Find out, you know, where there's dips, there's faint structures, um, earth mounds. Gives more of a detailed view of the, of the area it takes a photograph of. Laser versus sound. Yeah, and to be able to do it horizontally, walk into a room, set it up in the corner, and let it scan around that room, Paul said, in a cave system to map out the entrances yeah. and vents and, and breaks and things like that. Um, but it's sending out thousands and thousands of uh, laser pulses and reads them as they return. Whereas radar sends out a home and it reads it as it returns and it radar is designed to go out and time it from transmits or receiving. Yeah. And it's not very detailed versus the LIDAR or laser. So 
think it would be interesting, you know, if you know a room is, that brings me to another point, Paul, I'm assuming with your comments regarding the V2, um, one of the cool things about the software for the V2, the Xbox One camera, you can do an overhead view. You can look at that room in 3D, which I think is cool as shit. Because if you are looking at it from a 2D perspective, horizontal view, and then you kick up and you see a figure here that you didn't see on that horizontal view, that gives you a very good possibility that you did capture something. Well, I mean, if you have the iPhone, the newer version of the iPhone, that has LiDAR on Then mine doesn't. I'm not that rich. <laughs> I would be, but bookers and booze take all my money. <laughs> I think hookers and coke, I'm sorry. Like friends and coke. Coca-Cola. I don't do the other stuff. Don't, don't misunderstand me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not being sponsored by Paranormal Roundtable. The views and perspectives brought to you by Dennis are his and his only, and typically full of shit. There, <laughs> <laughs> right, I covered your ass, Jerry. Let's get it professional for Christ's sake. I went out the window within three seconds from the beginning of the show, Dennis. I don't even think we were live yet, and I blew it. No, I, I think we were live. Yeah, we were live. What can I say? See, and this is this is why I can I can honestly say I am so terrible for it. Most of you were embarrassed to be seen in public with me. I had fun. My poor children growing up, God help them. They had to put up with us. We're just mad because we, we, we do it voluntarily. <laughs> Look, I, it's like a train, it's like a car wreck. Don't want to stay over, you can't turn away. <laughs> exactly. Personal thoughts. Possible EMF detection devices can pick up on the residual <laughs> I appreciate that, Paul. And, you know, um, I get back to your thought in a minute, Steve. Um, and Shayla, thank you so much. That's what, you know, when my dad passed, going through his stuff, I found a plaque, wall plaque that didn't name on it, which, by the way, right there on the license plate. Um, but it had my last name on it, and it said, this is my last name. This is the most valuable thing my father left to me when he left this earth. When he gave it to me, it was untarnished, and when I pass, I would like to do it the same with my children. I want to have fun. I want people to remember me as a lighthearted, fun individual that would go out of his way to help anybody that needed it. You know, I don't have, I've been on this rock far longer than I have left on this rock. And for me to be anything other than just me, this is me. And I had it explained to me one time, and I, I explained it this way many other times. There are 360 degrees in this world. 
I occupy one of them. If at any point in time you don't let me, feel free to turn your happiness in any one of the 359 other degrees and go fuck yourself over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get to go fuck yourself mountain, keep going over go fuck yourself yeah. mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, I am who I am, and I'm not going to change for anybody. It's it just, I, I don't care. So let's go back to Steve's question here. Would love to get my personal, real personal thoughts. I'm not sure whose personal thoughts. Um, uh, is it possible that EMF detection devices can pick up on residual energy? I think residual energy carries no EMF variance, no fluctuation. I think residual energy is just that. It is a, a playback of things that have occurred, but I don't think it actually carries an energy. I don't think an EMF device, no matter which EMF device, I don't think they would register it. I think those kind of rely on an active, intelligent spirit to be there to like the EMF. I second those thoughts, you're honest and you tell it like you do. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that, brother. And Ronnie, <laughs> yeah, I probably would be boring if I wasn't an asshole. <laughs> but I'm just me. That, that's, that's all there is to it. Uh, I get by, as you can see, I get by on sweet tea, Coca-Cola, and uh, coffee. <laughs> and it's uh, just, I don't know, like I said, man, I've, I've spent more time on this rock than I've got left on this rock. I'm too old, too tired, and too ugly to try to be anything other than what I am. <laughs> but um, now, oh, I had a really cool experience um, Saturday night at Bell Grove. So I got one of the 360 um, rod devices from Booze Paranormal. Um, hey, hey. F-P-R-I in the house. <laughs> and Ronnie, I love you too. And you're just as old and just as I am. Uh, <laughs> greetings, Mr. Sullivan. Welcome aboard, brother. But I, I, I went Saturday night and I hung out at Belgrove Plantation at Port Conway with F-P-R-I. Tyler was there. Unfortunately, um, they, they I didn't get to see Middletown there, but we had a good time. Um, what, 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 what do you mean, what the fuck, Ronnie? You weren't there Saturday. Went up Sunday. I had already been there all night Saturday. So anyway, I set the static detector up on the island. The uh, island in the kitchen has two levels. Um, and I set it up and there were two of us about six feet away that every time we leaned left or right, the light rods would chase us. What the fuck? This thing shouldn't be monitoring us from that far away. We walked to the other end of the bar and came back, and it didn't look bizarre. Hey, if that was you playing on that device, make the blue rods come on. Both sides of the 
two rods lit up. We looked at each other and went, holy shit, and then it stopped doing anything for five minutes. It, it was cool as hell. So they picked up a couple of more. Um, they even got the little lamp with uh, static detector on the top of it. And Ron and I are, are talking about a couple of more devices. I'm going to try to see if he can build for me. Nice. But if you get the chance, go pick up one of his uh, uh, 360 static devices. Uh, Ron Wood over at Boost Paranormal makes them. Um, I won't mention a uh, paranormal technology company. Uh, put those two words together, you get paranologies. Um, I won't mention them in a positive light simply because I think he's bullshit. Uh, he's moved on to the different interests, and now I think he just wants your money, and that's it. Um, so I, I've got his devices as well, but yeah, Ronnie, that, that thing's pretty damn cool, bro. Um, yeah, thumbs down, paranologies. Jeremy, get your shit together. Get people back all the money that you've ripped them off from. The, I don't sugarcoat nothing. Uh, Steve, come over. Come see it. Yeah, Jeremy Ripoff Jones. <laughs> it's a good nickname. Sorry, I was reading Seaboy's comments. Um, but yeah, looking at the old school EMF detection devices, even if you get back into the old tri-field meter, um, you know, the tri-field meter was designed for electricians. It was an electrician. Well, it is an electrician's tool. There's not a whole lot truly up until the last five or ten years that we used in this field that was designed for paranormal because we didn't know what the fuck we were looking for. Then um, there started to be these thoughts and so forth. You know, the tripwire, the uh, K2 meter, the K2 meter was around for a long time for electricians. And then all of a sudden it's a paranormal device. Um, you know, but we started making the realization, hey, wait a minute, static energy. Barrett walked up and, man, all the hair on the back of my neck stood up and the hair on my arm stood up. I'm like, hey, static does that too. Are they in the static field? That's when we started designing shit to look in that. Um, you know, and electromagnetic fields. You know, oh, I, I, I felt a, a shock out of nowhere. Huh. Well, let's investigate that and see what's going on there. So that's why these devices have started to come about for the paranormal. Um, not simply because a spirit came to somebody in a dream one night and said, hey man, I'm cruising around through the EMF field. You need to watch that and you'll catch me. It, it was, well, this whole whole field is just trial and error. And uh, we may discover that uh, static field picks up 10 times more than the EMF field, or EMF field is only how they charge. Static is how they present. They find the opposite. I don't know. That the whole thing, I still think the 
best piece of gear in my entire arsenal is a simple basic voice recorder. Uh, you know, I can have a great story of uh, the static detector did this or did that, and it still doesn't compare to me going, listen to this shit, man, this is crazy. And then, hi, is there anybody here? Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> Get that frequently. Yeah. 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 Like I, I tell people all the time, a cool experience is just a cool experience. And so uh, last night I put out the link to my SoundCloud, which I I've got EVPs yeah. on there dating back to like eight years. Um, one of them on there is named Wanna Fight. It comes from Dale Memorial Park. One of my investigators said, we were here earlier and you didn't do shit. Dennis is here now. What do you want to do? Plain as day in the background, you hear a voice goes, fucker, I want to fight. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, that was named, aimed right at me. But, yeah. That's a, that's a cool one. But there's also one from Henrikus Park um, that absolutely blows me away. It's a full two-minute long EVP session. And it's full two minutes of hearing voices in the background. Um, I told the uh, reverend I was going to steal his Bible and you hear in the background, do it for her. Uh, and Sandy, who is the only girl, only other person in the building with me in Rock Hall, says, yeah, get up in his face and tell him what you think of him holding and touching your Bible. Hear that? Do it, fucker, once again. Then you hear what sounds like a chorus singing Negro spirituals. Then you hear a lullaby. It, it's phenomenal. Go in there and listen. It's Rock Hall Bible Seal. Uh, it's on, on my, my Facebook 